0: Endless Bliss, First Fascicle, Chapter 42, Second Volume, Eighty First Letter. This letter, written to Muhammad Murad, gives advice and praises Wara and Takwa. Hamd be to Allah Ta'ala and Salam to the people whom He chooses and loves. I am afraid that my dear friends might have been deceived by the decorated and ornamented sins of the world. I feel worried, thinking that they might fall for its pretty and sweet appearance like children. I feel anxious that with the prodding of the accursed devil, and the human Satans, they may cease from what is muba, or permitted, and do what is dubious, or dive into the haram, thus falling down to a shameful state in the presence of our owner. It is necessary to repent and ask for Allah's pardon and entreat him. Things that are haram or dubious should be known as fatal poisons. Couplet. In short, what is there to tell you is that you are a child and the way is dreadful. Being very bounteous, generous, and merciful, Allah made many things muba or permissible for his born slaves. He gave us permission to do many things. So wretched and poor are those who, not being satisfied with the mubah because of their sick soul and corrupt heart, exceed the borders of Islam and go as far as to do the dubious or haram things, leaving off so many inexhaustible mubah choices. It is necessary to observe the borders of Islam and not to go beyond them. There are many people who perform namaz and who fast customarily and habitually, but those who observe the borders of Islam and who pay attention so as not to fall into the haram and dubious activities are very few. The distinction that differentiates those who worship correctly and sincerely from those who worship habitually and insincerely is observing the commandments of Allah Ta'ala. The sincere namaz and fast are outwardly the same as those that are done insincerely. Our Prophet wasallam stated, The basic pillar of our religion is Wara. He stated in the Hadith, nothing can be compared to Wara. While describing the conditions for being an imam, Ibn Abidin says, it is called Wara to abstain from the dubious. It is called Taqwa to abstain from the Haram. It is called zuhud to abstain from the majority of the Mubaz for fear that they may be dubious. At the end of the book Hadika, it is stated, in our time, it has become very difficult to have Wara and taqwa. At present, those who keep their hearts, tongues, and other organs from the harams, and those who do not torture humans or animals, and who do not take away others' goods without paying for them, and those who know that everything which belongs to others is others' halal property, are said to have taqwa. Property is said to be halal unless it is known for sure that specific goods were usurped, stolen, acquired by way of interest, gambling, bribery, torture, treachery, or that the items themselves are haram. This is the case even if it is known that a certain person has a history of acquiring property by haram means. If one gives it to another party, it is permissible to accept it, even if the property is tainted, Muhi khabith. If the gifted property is known to be haram, in any case, it will by no means be permissible to accept it. If one mixes all of the haram goods taken from various people with one's halal property or with things that have been entrusted to him for safekeeping, and if one cannot easily distinguish the haram ones from the others, this mixture becomes one's own property. This mixture is called mukh i khabith. However, if one is able to distinguish the haram goods, one should give them back to their owners or to their heirs. But if one is unable to do so, one should reimburse the owners. Compensation is possible by giving back its mithil, or similar, equal, from one's halal zakat goods. If one does not have the mithil, one should pay the value of the goods at the time when one usurped them. However, after the reimbursement, it becomes muba for one to use. The zakat, if it should be paid, but in case one knows the owner, one cannot use it before reimbursing the owner, or one can dispense it as alms or as a present and it's not necessary to add it to the amount for zakat. If one does not know the owner or is his heir, it will become wajib to give all of the haram property and the tainted mixture as alms. If the owner appears later, the owner should be reimbursed as well. It will not be permissible if one knows that the property is haram itself to get it from the possessor who gives it away by selling, gifting, renting, loaning, paying debts, or any other way. If a person who is poor whom you gave the haram good as alms, gives it back to you as a present, you can use it as well. It is not permissible to acquire any mulk i kabith when the owner is known by way of buying or renting, nor is it permissible to receive them as alms or as donations. The mulk i Khabith will not become halal by these methods. If a person has obtained property that is haram and whose owner is known, money for example, he should give it back to him. If the owner is unknown, the item should be given to a poor person as alms. It will be sinful to give it to anyone else. It is not permissible for anyone with the exception of a poor person to accept and to take such property. There is a scholarly narration stating that only an heir or heiress is permitted to inherit property which he or she knows to be haram property. Please see the initial part of the first chapter of the fifth fascicle of Inless Bliss. For practical purposes in buying and selling the fatwa, was given according to Imam Kerhi's Ijtihad. Accordingly, after a sale agreement has been made without the money having been shown to the buyer, the commodity bought by paying something in the name of the money and known to be haram will be halal and clean, untainted. However, if the agreement is made by showing something that is known to be haram or which the buyer has been entrusted by a third person for safekeeping, And if that item, known to be haram, is given as the money, the mebi, thereby bought, will be haram. If the buyer shows or says that he will pay with money that is haram and yet pays something else, or shows or says that he will pay something else and yet pays the money that is haram, property bought will not be haram or kabith. Ibn Abdin states as follows in his discourse on ghassib extortion. Ghasib, extortion or usurpation, means to take away someone's property by force or to deny the thing entrusted. Ghasib is a grave sin. If some change took place in the property, the owner can demand to be given the property and the change in its value or to be paid its value only. The usurper should give it back at the place where he usurped it. After compensation, it is permissible for the usurper to use the item, but the profit which he obtained by selling it will not be halal. The profit should be given as alms. If the goods usurped from various individuals were mixed with each other or with usurper's own property, and if they cannot be separated, all of them will be the usurper's tainted property But it is not halal for him to use them unless he compensates for them. Compensation does not cause that sin to be forgiven. In the annotation of the book Durer, Shun Blali says, if the usurper mixes the usurped goods with his own goods, they become his own property. If his halal property to be left after having repaid the amount belonging to its owners is the amount of nisab, it is necessary to pay zakat for the mixture even before compensation. If the mixture is the amount of nisab and yet he does not also have halal property of his own that would both suffice for the compensation and remain in an amount of nisab, it is not necessary to pay zakat for it. Our beloved ones being there are fond of delicious food and lovely garments. Real pleasure and benefit, however, is in what the people of Wara eat and wear. Couplet: He who gave that to rank occupiers gives this to the men of Wara. The difference between that and this is very great. For Allah does not like that, but he likes this. Moreover, on the Day of Rising, the accounting for that will be difficult, while the accounting for this will be easy. Ya Rabbi, Ya Allah, have mercy upon us. Do not allow us to deviate from the right way. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.